Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Hey, it's Judd's Hockey Show, and it is the late week one-timers all get in Declan Goff. Hello, Declan. Hello, Judley. All right, let's get right to it, since it is a, uh, a quick synopsis of things, and hence the one-timer name. One-timer. Uh, the Winter Classic is finally coming to Minneapolis, Minnesota, or St. Paul, but in this case, it's going to be played at Target Field. January 1st, 2021, we don't know the opponent yet. Um, to be clear, I'm tired of outdoor hockey games as a whole. I know you are. Stadium Series bores me completely, and yep. the game here against the Blackhawks in 16 was fun, okay? Not saying that wasn't fun, but for the most part, outdoor hockey to me has jumped the shark, but the January 1st Winter Classic, which was the original in Buffalo at the Bill Stadium between the um, Sabres and the Penguins in 2008, is still cool. I'm a big fan. This is very cool. It's about time. I have nothing but plaudits to say about the fact that we get a winter classic. Yeah, it's long overdue. It's been long overdue for a long, long time. And yeah, we had the stadium series a few years ago, but the winter classic is one of their marquee events. Uh, and this is a good, good experience for Minnesota. We've already seen them, uh, the state get the final four and the Super Bowl and, and the X games. And I, I think it'll the be X good games. to see. Yeah, everyone like come on. I'm I don't throw the X Games in at those events. I'm totally um, but I think Minnesota... it's a bunch of young punks who are doing nothing oh, but God. trouble. Okay, boomer, riding their yeah, yeah, riding their skateboards around. And I think this will be great for the league. It'll be great for the state of Minnesota. And I'm also really curious on who they'll get as an opponent. Who do you want? I want Winnipeg. You're not going to get Winnipeg. I don't care what NBC says. That will be the best environment if a local, if two local teams in proximity, come all together. That's going to create the best environment. I, I know NBC might not care about their TV rights, but in terms of the experience of the Winter Classic, you're down there, you're at the plaza, you're doing all the games, you're doing all the stuff, Winnipeg would make it the most fun. I agree. It would be great fun. I love the thought. Two problems. One, you said it. Non-U.S. market NBC is going to say no to that. The other, The other thing that I think is, I think the Wild would say no, and here's why. They can pack Target Field full of Wild fans for this game. If they play the Jets, and God bless them for this, from the Jets fans from Manitoba are going to come down in mass. They will get tickets. They will get drunk, which would be fun. Yes, but they don't need. But they don't need that. You can sell you because this place seats what thirty nine thousand. Yeah, and I think they might for expand it a little bit too. Okay, so let's say it seats forty one or something like that. Yeah, you could sell forty one thousand tickets to wild fans like that. So my my favorite is the Blues. I'm tired of the Blackhawks. Yeah, you played them once outdoors. They're not that good. 
Um, I, I know that NBC loves it because it's the Chicago market, but that bores me. The Blues, to me, are perfect because they're a fellow expansion team of the North Stars going back to the 67-68 season. They're coming off a of Stanley Cup, which will be two years, two seasons removed uh, on January 1st, 2021. Could be back-to-back chance. Could be, yeah, the, the Blues are a... The Blues are a a sneaky rival, in my opinion. And I know it's hard now because you don't really hate teams like the Blackhawks. You don't really hate the Blackhawks. No. It's not like you have fights. But I think the Blues are my the Blues are are my pick because Dallas just played host to Nashville at the Cotton Bowl. Right. So I think Dallas is out. I, both those teams are theoretically out. Nashville and Dallas. Yeah. Not to say that Nashville would be coming. But Dallas but... would be the if Dallas hadn't played this past week mm-hmm. in, in the Cotton Bowl. If that game hadn't been a Dallas game. I think there'd be a large uh, faction saying match the Dallas Stars, the former North Stars, up against the current Wild team. I'm guessing that that NBC and the league doesn't want Dallas back-to-back, though. So I'm going St. Louis. I love your idea. I love the Jets. I just think that there's too many things that are probably going to be, from a business standpoint, working against it. Yeah, I I would like Winnipeg. I would put Winnipeg, St. Louis, and Colorado. Those would be my three. Um, Colorado's a good sneaky one. Colorado. I like that. I think uh, rubs a lot of wild fans the wrong way. I love watching Colorado. I don't know, and, and and if like you honestly don't you on this. like them, I think you're a thief of joy. Um, they, they, hate have, they hate Landis Scott, so they they despise him. They remember the Patrick Waugh you know, years, that's a good coaching and player. You know they 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 have this hatred for him, and I just I really don't understand it. I think they're a fun fun team to watch. So I would put Winnipeg, St. Louis, Colorado. Um, I don't want it to be Chicago, and. Even if I'm like looking east or west coast, I, I mean, I don't see a situation where like New York would come in. Here. It's ordinarily a rival, right? Yeah, like a rival, yeah. and I, I put that in air quotes because, as I said before, those are hard to find now. But it wouldn't be a Rangers. It wouldn't be a cross conference yeah. game. Um, Colorado's a good one. I'm going to say it's going to be St. Louis or the Abs. Okay, I, I think the Jets are out. I don't think there's any way that they're going to play a Canadian team. I think it'd be fun, right. and man, with those Jets fans being drunk downtown oh, be so for a great, week, man. Oh, that that would be a great time. But I think you're right. I think Colorado's a very solid choice because you get to feature McKinnon, mm-hmm. Skog, um, McCarr. Yeah, yeah. You know what? They got star power. You, you know what? From a star power standpoint, that's probably a bigger sell than St. Louis. Absolutely is. So I'll say those two teams. Okay. Those two teams, are, I think, are, are the most viable choices. Well, I'm really excited. I mean, I, I know I just dogged the NHL uh, for putting that on New Year's New Year's Day the last time we recorded. Yeah, and I didn't agree with you. Um, and looking back on it, I admit I was wrong, like I usually do on this whoa. podcast. Whoa, whoa! You're gonna spill your coffee. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's just water, first of all. Okay. Are you now saying that a week ago you dogged them hey. and I said leave the game there and you melted down hey. about it and now it's fine? There's nothing wrong with admitting you're wrong. This then country doesn't do it, it enough. Because I, you went all I in. thought, I really thought it conflicted more with the New Year's Six Bowls, and it really doesn't. It, I told you. I know. I, I told you this. I, Why don't you listen to sports? I, I, I did. I listened to your advice. I took it in. I digested it. And I saw what came out the other end. That's what happened. Sports dad, so disappointed. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I do apologize, to the NHL. That does not, though, rescind your stupid, uh, stupid acts against Alexander Ovechkin. Your All Star game. Oh, you're right. Um, I'm with you on that. Your general vibe of a bunch of things. So you know that, that I, you get one exempt. Everybody gets one NHL, and that's yep. your one. So, are you with me? I, I like, and this is, I think, a, uh, a preference personally. I like the idea of this game being played at Target Field in a baseball stadium. Yes. The football field thing to me of let's plop the rink down in the middle of the field and then the stands start 
where the stands start, can't see anything. And, and I get it. It's a made-for-TV event. But I actually think the fact that it's being played in a baseball stadium, and I know baseball stadiums can be quirky, but I don't know. There's something, and this might be this might be trite of me. There's something more quaint about this, probably trite, um, than than there is now. The only the only outdoor game that I went to at a football field that was really well done was Ohio State and the Wisconsin Badgers years ago played at Lambeau, but they erected um, seats on the field. And so I sat there. Well, and it sounds like Target Field is going to be doing that. It, okay. it sounds like they might. I think Russo had that with Dave St. Peter on the record. They're going to put seats on the field. They're most likely considering expanding that. Love it. It's, and, well, what's, what's very interesting, too, is St. Peter said in the athletic story, too, that they're going to have to winterize this ballpark. Winterize. I mean, they have been taking steps since it opened. They didn't really ever picture that being the case. And sure. now as the years have gone on, they, they want to winterize the like park. Like turn on the plumbing? And, like, yeah. Turn on the plumbing? And make, you know, because I think what will be the biggest issue is the concession stands because they're really close, you know, to, the, to, the, to sure. the concourse, especially the ones in deep center field if you were looking at it from that angle. Absolutely. So I think this is actually really good, not just for the NHL, but for the ballpark at Target Field, which is obviously a beautiful site for a ball game. But it's also going to, I think, enhance little things we probably haven't noticed before. And it's going to make the stadium even that much better for when the Twins are playing those frigid April games for the first month of the season. Um, so I, I think it's a win-win for everyone. And good for the Twins to step in and really got you know, tag-team this with the Wild. Because, yeah, I, I didn't think it, would ever, it was ever going to be back at TCF Bank. I heard the sight lines weren't, just, weren't really great. When Target Field... I believe is one you're of the just most so far away. You're, you're, you're well, at Target Field. You're close. You are right. close. No, no. I'm saying at TCF Bank. And you I, were far away. I believe Russo noted that I, I forget the dimensions where if it's typically at a baseball field, um, you could go from the third baseline like deep in to right. But I, I'm looking at I'm thinking of the hockey rink, and I don't think that would. I go think that's that how they did it at Fenway Park. And they might reconfig. The NHL might be interested in reconfiguring the entire layout of how they would do it. So this is almost like a guinea pig project, I nice. think, for for the league. So it's good. I'm really happy about it. The only weird thing is the Wild fought for this game for so long, so many years, and, and I'm I'm talking after they signed Parisi and Suter, and they contended, and they they were runner up last and year, and the league wouldn't give it to them year yeah. after year after year, and now when I don't think there's, you know, I, I don't think they're going to be awful next year, but I don't think there's huge expectations. They get it. Um, the one thing that, that they're going to say here is that this is 20 seasons of wild hockey because the lockout year being missed now will make, this should have been 20 seasons this year, mm-hmm. but now it's going to be next year. Um, but it's sort of weird because you're not talking about a team that by any means is thought to be great next year they could be better and they well, should you, be they, they but should it's be. just so funny that they fought for years and years after signing these two mega contracts and, and nbc and the league were like not now not now not now and then like okay now it's fine basically nine years later they're like yeah we'll do it yeah it's when, they, right. when they probably should have done it six or seven absolutely um so no and it's good i think kaprizov being here a potential uh free agent addition and and the wild i think are on the upswing you know i think they're going to build this up a lot quicker than we thought so they could be exactly where they are this time next year or they could be even better and if obviously they're better That'll make things even easier. The celebration of the sport will also be awesome. Yes, it'll be It'll great. be a week long. It's going to be great. I mean, obviously, it's going to be hard to get into the stadium to get tickets. But I think what we're probably not thinking about enough is the celebration of the sport and just the week of, of events. It's going to be... I might have to say so Super on Bowl, New Year's Eve. Super Bowl-like is probably hyperbole on yeah, my part, but bit. I think it's going to be really, really cool, and there's going to be a ton of stuff. And here's the one thing. Don't be surprised. Because I happen to know that Dave St. Peter, the president of the Twins, is a UND grad, 
I wonder if he'll try and set up some type of college hockey game on, let's say, Friday night. They could do that. I'd be very much down for that. That'd be huge. And I would not be surprised if it involved the Fighting Hawks. Yeah, the effing Hawks and uh, and someone. Be great. Dun, da, dun, the da, da, Stop da, it. What does that song mean to you? Hell. It means hell. Last thing on this. So the Wild's going to have a special jersey for this game. Yeah. But according to what I read, it's not going to be their permanent third jersey, which I don't think they're going to have another one of those for a couple of years now. So they've got two jerseys right, right now. The thought process was that they were going to unveil their third jersey if and when they ever got a Winter Classic. They are going to have a jersey for that game, but it's not going to be the long-term third one. This one has to have some type of homage to the North Stars, right? Like, yeah. it's got to have an N on the sleeve or something. Sure, it might have that, but I even think, um, you know how they've been incorporating that M, you know, the new M they have for yes. the Wild? I think it's going to be something with that. Oh, yeah, okay. Which almost But is, could you have, like, a North Stars insignia somewhere, maybe. too? Maybe, I don't the think. sleeves you know, or something? And we've talked Come about, on, we, do we, that, we, do we, that. I would like to do it, I just don't think, I think it takes away from the Wild. So you think the big M, so you think instead of a Wild logo, it, it would be the M. It would be the M. As the crest. Like the closest thing you can I get can that. without being the North Stars. No, I, I don't think um, they're... Big star above it? I, I don't think they're going to be doing a much North Star stuff. I really don't think they're going to do that. Pull the trigger, have some guts. I, I, I would like to, too, but I just Come on, think Matt they want to make this about the wild. They want to make this about the wild. You've got to make it about the history of hockey yeah. and the state professional Apparently hockey. Everyone knows that. It's, it's, it's I don't changed, care if everyone knows it or not. the record. You, have, you need to have some type of nod to the North Stars. Yeah, I, yeah they existed. You know, I, I get it. You are, you, you're not my sports son. I know. You're, you're, just not. A, you're, it, you're, not, you're not my sports son. Um, all right. In our remaining time, let's go through... Wild line combinations because oh, they that. are ever changing. Uh, we're recording this on Friday, just to be clear. The Wild uh, lost to Toronto on Tuesday night. They've been off the past three days. They will have a back to back at home Saturday afternoon against the Winnipeg Jets. Sunday, I believe, at six o'clock against the Calgary Flames. Jason Zucker has now been out for a few weeks. Bujo is desperately trying to find a left wing to play on the first line. And with that, I give you Declan Goff with the current line situation. Okay. So this is as of Saturday's morning, uh, excuse me, Friday morning's skate before the Wild play the Jets. Yeah, I just said that. Jets I just on went Saturday. Flames on Sunday. Flames I just went Sunday. through all of that. Yeah, I, was, I, was I just went through all that. Listen to Sports Dad. He uh, just explained so all these that. So were, these were the lines on Friday morning. All right, top line. Nobody pays attention to me. That's the problem yep. with the station. Jordan Greenway, Eric Stahl, Matt Zuccarello. Interesting. Jordan Greenway, Eric Stahl in the middle. Zuccarello remains the right wing. All right, so Greenway basically jumps a couple spots. Correct. The second line, which has mostly been intact, uh, Zach Prize, Miko Koibu, who's returning from injury, and Kevin Fiala. Those three were pretty good together before Miko went down. No change there. Now uh, we get more changes on the third line. Marcus Foligno, Erickson Eck, Luke Cunnan. It's so a little interesting. Foligno he, elevates. Geek line broken up. Geek line broken up. Greenway goes to Luke Cunnan's been playing really well lately, scoring some goals. Okay. And then fourth line, Ryan Donato, Victor Rask, Ryan Hartman. So basically, Greenway jumps up two spots, Foligno jumps up a spot, and with Koivu back, the Prize koivu fiala line has been reunited. I guess your initial thoughts on these lines. A lot long, long side there. It's, uh, it's a one-timer, so we're keeping this short, but let me tell you right now, okay, Zucker's loss, I get it. It has an impact. I totally get that. Can I give you, and because these, I'm sure, will get shuffled again. Can I give you my frustration here? Yes. Tuesday night against Toronto. Donato is jumped to the first line, which I, again, think... I think Donato on the second line is fine. Like, I like that a lot. But jumping him up to the first line is a big ask. Okay. 
But if you want to do that, Bruce, that's cool. But then the Wild, and Donato, I guess in particular, has a bad first period. They didn't play well against Toronto. They had no jump to their, no pep in their step. Toronto's a good team. Toronto goes up 2 nothing. Second period, which is when I arrived at the X after doing the show with Rami, second period, Felino has been taken from the fourth line to the first line left wing. Felino's a nice player. I really like him. He's not a first liner, okay? But more importantly, Donato has been given 20 minutes to prove himself. Yes. That's driving me crazy. And I understand they're looking for the right guy there. But you know what? He might not exist. And again, that's okay. But if you're going to give Donato that chance, 20 minutes and then you pull the plug, what are you doing? Again, it doesn't matter. With, like, if he if he's there for two weeks and it doesn't work, then yes, take him off that line. But 20 minutes in a season in which you're trying to find out about people? 20 minutes. One period. So X amount of shifts. And you just pull the plug because you decided that's not an- enough. And then you promoted Felino, who to me should bump right back down to the fourth line. He's really good there. We've talked about that line. I'm frustrated. I get that. And it's definitely very uh, disappointing to see him not Donato not get a longer leash on the top line, um, whether he should have been there to begin with or not. I, I just think there's been so many injuries. It's it's forced Bruce to move things around. And sure. now things are getting healthy. And Zucker's basically the only full-time player that's out um, of the forwards. So that's that, 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 make, that makes it a challenge. Um, but what we do know is Donato has been able to score goals in minimal minutes. Mm-hmm. And yes... Theoretically, that means, well, shouldn't he get more minutes to prove he can score more goals? Yes, maybe he should, sure. in my best, best goofy voice there. But sure. I, I also think he knows he can play really well on a fourth line. And also, here's something. I did some digging the other day. Nice. Do you know who the Wilds' leading Corsi 4 player is? And you know what? You, do you want, do you explain want to give you, explain Corsi? Corsi 4. Corsi is... I know Corsi, but explain All right, it. so a Corsi 4 is your 4 percentage, like your Corsi percentage. So okay. if you're on the ice and one of your teammates gets a shot, you get a plus 1. Gotcha. And if you're on the opposite end of the ice and you allow, and the other team gets a shot while you're on the ice, that's a negative 1. So plus 1, minus 1, it's the best thing. It's like a shot metric for plus minus, okay? So you want to be over 50%. 50% is obviously average. So do you know who the Wilds' leading Corsi 4 player is? Donato? No. Since you brought it up? No. Uh, no, I don't. Victor Rask. Victor Rask has created more shots on the ice than he has allowed. Gordy Howe. He's, all he does is create offense, Judd. I've been telling you this for, for months yeah, now. Yeah, you've been singing his praises. So, you know what? It might not be that bad is what I'm saying. It might not for be Donato? as bad as you think. Yeah, it might not oh, be as I just, bad. No, no, I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't. I'm frustrated that they bumped him. It's like they use him as a guinea pig player. That's what I don't understand about him and it. And Fiala, the whipping boys. A center is out. Let's put Ryan at center. He's not. Don't do that. Uh, let's try him at first line. I Okay, let's make him the second line left wing. So th- that's what I don't get. I, and there's nothing wrong with the fourth line. But it's just that if you're going to give Donato the chance on first line, don't decide after one period. You don't, act, don't act like when you're playing Toronto, you need to win. Act like you're testing things out. Because that's what this year is about. Exactly. This, this is where Bruce and I don't see eye to eye. No, you don't. I'm not trying to milk points against Toronto. And post game on Tuesday, Bruce essentially said, and he's right, he essentially said this, the Islanders of Toronto are better. They are. Yeah, good for him. I so like when you don't get that. the points, you don't get the points. Right. But if you're going to do that to Donato, then don't, don't yank him off that line like you are a Stanley Cup contender. I get it. But, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with him. He'll be fine. Um, he just needs a chance. But Felino, you know, just bump him back down. Here's here's what I would have done. 
I'd be very happy right Coach now. Coach Here we go. Well, no. I'd be very happy right now if they had bumped Felino back down to fourth line because I think that line, Hartman, Rask, Felino. Great. Great. Yeah, exactly. It's a very serviceable fourth line. It's mm-hmm. really it's really effective. Mm-hmm. And then make it out of your third line left wing and be done with it. And if you want to try Greenway up on the first line now, that's fine too. But I just I always get frustrated now when the Wild plays good teams and they like try and like Bruce who wants to get every point possible is trying to get points as opposed to saying, "Oh no, this is actually an idea to see how this guy does." I Look get it. Him. I get it. You good? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm the, fine. I just it doesn't sound rattled up. It's well, like me last week. It's like me on Tuesday. No, because I but I've been preaching this all year, and and I just this podcast, which I hope is listened to at the X on a regular basis. It is obviously. Um, I, this podcast is done to help, not to hurt. I know, and it's not done to criticize. It's done to inspire. I like that. It's Christmas time. Well, that's done now. That's done. New Year's time. New Year's time. That's done. That's now. done now. This is you know what this is. We're at full strength. This is this is Judd and Declan trying to tell. The wild to be the best me possible. New year, new me. New year, new wild. Exactly right. New year, new us. That's all I got. F- final thoughts? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have anything. Judd's uh, Judd's hockey show. One timer. We're done. You know what to do. Pass, shoot, score. <laughs>